so I'm so scared now. You beat me up about focus. Can you clip that on? Just maybe hold that somewhere. All right. All right. Oh man. So um, yeah, I mean we were kind of having a good conversation yesterday. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, what I was curious about, I mean, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it, right? Everyone kind of has their way. But you kind of had like a like I, I want this is important to me. I want to make this happen for these people. Yeah. That kind of thing. Oh. So are you talking about my bigger picture yes, yeah. of what I want to create yeah. and do? Yes. So what happened to me when I was um, in the process of uh, figuring out to open up my agency? A dear friend of mine uh, was going through a divorce, yeah. and her husband was an attorney, and she was a stay-at-home mom. She didn't have a college degree. In the divorce, she was responsible for paying for her child's daycare. Her options for employment were earning $10 an hour, taking care of other people, or she could commute to the big city to make maybe $46,000 a year, commute a pregnant yeah. hour, and, um, and basically um, be gone and never get a chance to see her son. Sucks. And it does suck. And it made me realize then and there that um, and options for, lady, for, for individuals like that are very limited. And so there's network marketing. You can go yeah. ahead and sell oils or something like that. Mary Kay's not a viable business option? But Mary Kay's a very viable business option. But I think that there's something a little bit more substantial that somebody can bring to the table. I was, and uh, insurance I mean, is that. Slam Mary Kay no, I don't want to slam Mary Kay. Let's just give a little dose of reality, why don't we? But look at the reality of what Mary Kay did. It empowered women. Uh, okay, I can't argue with that. And it's transformed and changed women's lives. And Exactly, but I wanted to do that with yeah. Mary Kay too. But with insurance. But with insurance. Yeah. And Which is probably much more higher ceiling, we'll, we'll say maybe. Lots more possibilities, yeah. and realistic possibilities. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And when I was a marketing rep, and I would go into agencies, there was a lot of women who were running the agencies, yeah. making a lot of money. No. Wait. Yeah, they were they were secretaries. You oh, know, oh, transformed wait. Oh, into customer they're, service gotcha. people. They're the ones yeah. running the agencies. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but so, they weren't making a lot of money. The people that were not doing anything, not running the agency, were making the money. So my bigger picture drive, and if I can get there, which I, I full-heartedly, so far I've been walking on this path, and I'm walking yeah. in my third year, and I'm still standing, and it's still happening, is that I can create an infrastructure that can attract and um, transform, A, the definition of what insurance is, yeah. the B, the definition of what sales is, and that happened to me early on in my career, and it changed my life, and then um, C, give a path of... Um, possibility to individuals who um, to have that work-life balance so that they are not married to you know um, career or family but it's that balance of being able to sustain the family and have a career yeah I mean it's especially with a single mom situation too because there's so few like you said there's so few options and and with insurance and that's the one thing that you know people don't like it's just it is nice like if you have to go pick up a kid at three o'clock you can go pick up a kid, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to tell you no. Yep. And and uh, it's, I don't know. I enjoy that, you know, being having having been an agent. Well, it's important. Well, I learned somebody in the industry yeah. that I worked with um, blew me out of the water. Um, there was a pressing issue. I thought it needed to be addressed right away. Yeah. 
and he looked at me and he's like, Janine, there are no emergencies in insurance. Right. I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But he's right. Yeah. There's emergencies that happen that insurance takes care of. But right. as far as for the insurance industry, there are no emergencies. Yeah. It does have the flexibility so that you can pick up your kids at three o'clock yeah. or get your kids if they're and work from home yeah. if, if you have a sick kid. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, just even going like on the more practical side of things, you know, agents, I think, tell me if you've run across this, but I mean, they have a hard time saying like, I've got to, oh, the phone's ringing. I got to pick that up. You know, I got to take that call right now. Who cares if it's an auto change, right? Like I'm going to take that auto change right now because you know what, that's what we do as opposed to saying, listen, I'm in the middle of something like, I don't need to talk to them like right now, maybe, or maybe somebody does, but not you. And I can maybe call them back in an hour, right? That kind of thing. Well, that's part of my transformation process. Yeah. I, I was at uh, Mike Stromso's um, UPP yeah. uh, gathering um, a couple months ago, and he was like, when emails come in, yeah. you know, you're following somebody else's agenda when right. they come to you. And um, it, it was a game changer. I'm like, wait, oh yeah, yeah. I have my They're own agenda. They're telling you what to do, yeah. yeah. No, instead of and you telling them what to do. Exactly. Yeah. And so just having a perspective. And I think as, as a newer agency owner, gaining that perspective and yeah. being surrounded by individuals in a group like this of selflessness is so beneficial because yeah. you, you get the been there, done it, or here's what we're doing experience. You know, and this is what, I mean, I've heard the word selflessness tossed around a lot, and I, I don't understand what the alternative is, right? Like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I don't, here's what I mean by that is, is, I mean, are you that insecure in your own abilities to execute on your ideas, right? Like, do you honestly think that, like, if you told somebody that they're going to do it better than you, like, I mean, everyone's afraid to shit, like, other outside of this group. I mean, like, where we don't see this as a common thing in the industry is that people are so afraid to share because, oh, they think somebody's going to steal their idea because, one, it's so good, that's debatable. Two, um, you know, are they even going to have the ability to execute on it, right? We... There's a business model out there, and it's created and based in scarcity mode. Yeah. It is not a friendly model to walk in yeah. or to operate in, and it's fear-based. There's another way of doing business, yeah. and it comes from abundance and understanding that there is enough for everyone to go around. Um, insurance is one of those industries where um, there was another marketing rep, and he pointed out that, you know, the independent agent across the street is not my competition, right. you know, but you have seven out of 10 individuals who are with a, um, with a captive agency. Is that, is, that, is that a real number? That's a depressing number. Well, it was a number that I heard and I'm using it. So if sure. you say it three times, it will be yeah, true. Right? But, um, it's, you know, it's, but it's, it's high, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter where they're with. Yeah. The question is, if there are people in your circle and you're connecting with them and you can be of service to them, yeah. they're meant to be with you, you know, and everybody radiates and connects with those that they're meant to be. And, you know, and that's the thing, like, I talked to tons of agents, right? And no, I've never come across two agents that are doing the same thing for the exact same person, like in an area that would make sense, right? Like, yeah, they might be going both after contractors, but, you know, are they in the same state? They, I mean, like, there's enough contractors, right? Maybe there's two people. They're going to be able to share all the contractors in the state of New York, right? Like, I think they'll, I think they'll be okay with that, right? Um, it's just, I, I mean, so many. There's so many agents that do their own specific thing that they have no interest in. Like, you, you give me a home and auto client, I don't want to touch that. Like, I was, I'm a health insurance guy, right? Like, I don't want, I don't want to sell home and auto. I hate it. it. Sucks. You know, so it's like we all kind of have our thing, and, and we all look at what other people are doing and think, I got to do that too because they look like they're cool and doing something that I should be doing. And, instead of just focusing on what we actually want to do. Well, 
I think you're, you're hitting on a topic that um, one of the things that I struggle with is, you know, if I play that compare game, yeah. oh, look at what they're doing and I'm yeah. not doing it, it really creates, um, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. You will never win the compare game. The more I go within and figure out what it is that I'm meant to be doing right. and what my roadmap is, that's when the results come. They might not come immediately, but it's that trust process and it's that faith that yeah. until you make it process. Because well, even that happens, that happens here, right? You, you know, we've, we've been listening to people for the last two days talk about all these great things, and then people see it like, oh, man, I need to do that. And it's just like, well, n not necessarily that, but the idea behind that is really what you need more than anything, right? Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, like baby onesies are spectacular. Am I going to send a baby onesie? I don't know. It might be a little outside of my style. You know? But whatever you're going to do, it's, it's the idea of sending something that is ridiculously personable that is going to make them think like, wow, he's like the nicest person I've ever met. Absolutely. And even um, when Jeff Roy was talking, and he was talking and he had Alexa and having Alexa doing yeah. a quote, and I was sitting there going, no way. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to go for that 1% that isn't going to rely on that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, and I started building walls in my brain. Yeah. And before he even said it, and or when he said it, you know, we can build walls or we can just participate and like grab, you yeah. know, and, and be in the flow. Yeah. And like Adam said, you know, um, in, in the game of the rock and the water, you know, the water flow is going to win every time. Yeah. And so, but again, it's taking what you hear, but then transforming it internally to what is applicable to, yeah. you know, my approach or, you know, an individual approach. What's like the most practical thing you're, you're going to try and do with your agency kind of the next couple months? Like, what's the one thing that you think, like, like that you kind of are, is on your mind that like, this feels like something I can do like pretty quickly or like what's that thing like you're, you're looking forward to kind of actually getting into really fast? Um, so one of the top things that I want to do is when I get back into uh, my home state is I want to go and start connecting with the captive agents. Okay. And building relationships there and being of service. Kind of handle what they can? Yeah, but it's also a quid pro quo because I don't do like things like short-term disability and um, they need numbers too. Yeah. And so I, it's helping, helping each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I, I do think that that's a another area. You know, we, we do draw this independent line too. So it's like maybe there's maybe there's room to be had there. I don't know because we do kind of look at cap. I mean, it's fun to kind of poke fun at them because you know they only can sell one company, but um, uh, maybe there's something more to be had there. It's like with anything, you know, you can always have your lines in the sand. Yeah. But you know, if you take the time to build the bridge, it's amazing how. We're not that different. Have you had success with, with captives, like any of that yet, or is that something that you just kind of feel like? No, that's been a calling number. Yeah. Like this is like my, something you gotta do. It's being called. Yeah, yeah. I'm being called to do. Cool. Yeah. Anything else you're excited about that I'm, I don't know about? That I mean. Uh, you know what? Uh, well, I think that um, there's a lot that I'm excited about. There's a lot I'm very passionate about. I'm passionate about this industry. I'm passionate about. Um, upstarts in this industry and I think that there's a whole um, slew of thought and education that needs to be put behind how to help um, a startup agency become successful. There's so much fear over what's going to be happening with the aging population in the insurance industry and where they're going to go and then the companies are like, oh, we want the direct market, we want to cut out the agents and yet they're not being very successful at doing it or they cannot do exactly what an independent agency can do but yet they're not, nobody's making room for them. Yeah. I mean, I can't say nobody because there is room. Yeah. 
I think that they can get a lot better at it, and I think that they need to understand that the process of what goes in and the work that goes into starting a scratch agency is huge. And to have expectations that a startup agency, you know, would reach certain numbers by a certain date is just setting the bar way too high. And focus, as with anything, focus on the individual and the people that you're doing business with and then build a plan around them. But to have like certain standards, you know, it's, it's not going to help the industry. And um, there was a recent study that just came out, and there's going to be fewer and fewer industries. You know, um, kind of what happened in the radio industry in 1998, I think, when the FCC lifted up the regulations. Um, the smaller radio stations got gobbled up by the bigger radio stations, and um, there only ended up being a few players. Well, you know what? Every company kind of plays with certain larger agencies, and they're partnered with. Now everybody's fine. We got the big dogs. We're good. We got this agency producing, you know, whatever kind of numbers for us. But what happens when one of those eats up the other one, and you're the company, and you're left without the contract or without the, the favorable status? Where are you going to get that business? Now you have to go back to all of these little. And so it's keeping everybody in the process and understanding that you always have to have new growth and create paths for different levels of distribution. And so, yeah, there's more there. Awesome. We'll leave it at that. I yeah. think I'm going to leave it there. Great. I have high five. Thank you. That's good stuff. Well, you're doing good work. Thank you. Yeah. Try to, as opposed to bad work.